This is Uncovering Sports. Welcome to Uncovering Sports. I am Cactus Hamilton Barrett. Joined, as always, yes, the doctor is in the house. Brendan Coleman, PhD. <laughs> Glad to have you back in the studio. Glad to be back. It's been lonely. Yeah, yeah. Did, has Pat stopped by? No, thank God, our secret is safe. <laughs> it seems that our what we've done, uh, in case you haven't been following, which I hope you haven't, because then you may reveal our location, is we used Google Maps and put a bunch of fake studio locations on there so that if Pat Mahomes tries to Google search where we're at, he just gets redirected to a bunch of ridiculous places. I hope he's going to each one of those in person. I'm certain that he is. <laughs> it seems like something he would do. He's a big bundle of energy. <laughs> Boy, he's happy though, huh? He's, I mean, he's a positive guy. <laughs> That's all I'll say. How does Pat Mahomes feel about the big news, the news that's on everybody's mind, the thing that we have to talk about today? Do you know? Um, which thing? I don't feel like anything notable happened recently. You might think that because you tuned out, as did <laughs> I, but you had to tune back in because for you, our fans, we watched game six of the NBA Finals where something surprising happened. The... Raptors won the NBA championship. You're welcome. <laughs> we told you, don't get your hopes up. Mm -hmm. Because as of game five, it was, as you recall, let's set the scene, three to two. Mm -hmm. Durant had come in and gone back out. But all of our information told us that despite the whole Durant debacle, Adam Silver was still sold on the Warriors winning again up until sometime that day. And that's what we're going to talk about. That's that's all we've got this episode is Raptors, Warriors, what the hell happened and why. Let's get into it. Let's do it. So we're setting the scene. Let's go back to three games to one. Raptors are up in the series. And that's a booking decision that Adam Silver consciously made that we were um, uh, critical of, let's say. Because this is a booking technique as old as time that has worked um, maybe never. <laughs> it must have worked once. <laughs> it must have worked once somewhere, but I'm not entirely sure where. <laughs> But it must have some kind of precedent at some point having worked where a powerhouse team all of a sudden loses a few games and we're expected to believe that that makes them vulnerable and that that means that it's anybody's game here. That they didn't take their challenger seriously or something. I don't know. Sure, yeah. And they, and they peppered in the injuries here to... Really hammer it home. Sure, exactly. The biggest storyline of the entire series was, will he, won't he, will he join the dance? Kevin Durant's hurt. Will he play? They are down three games to one without him. They really need him to come back. He's poised for a huge return. And that sets the stage for what game five was supposed to be. The turning point. He reemerges. He helps lead the Warriors to 
a win. The fans are going wild in Adam Silver's mind. On the road. On the road. (laughs) I don't know what he was thinking, but his plan originally was, yes, Durant's going to come back and he's going to be the savior. He's going to come back. He's going to get a thunderous ovation from the Toronto fans for some reason. The internet, who Adam Silver pays a lot of attention to, more, more so than some other commissioners and GMs and bookers do, and I wish that they would, you know? Like, imagine if Vince McMahon paid attention to Twitter. Imagine if he paid attention to Tumblr. That, that would, <laughs> <laughs> We'd lose Vince to... <laughs> well, the, you know what? I think I don't think that exists anymore. So Oh, that's true. Yeah. They cleaned it up. They cleaned it up a bit, yeah. <laughs> Back on topic. Back on topic. Adam Silver was sure the internet was going to explode with joy as Kevin Durant came back and, you know, went over big and they would win the game 3-2, to two, setting the stage for a miracle comeback by these scrappy underdogs, the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Only won a few championships between them, so... <laughs> A true underdog story. <laughs> they should make a movie about it. <laughs> yeah. But what we got was something a little bit different, right? A little bit. <laughs> Significantly different. Well, game five played out the same. Game five. Minus the Durant yeah. uh, contribution. <laughs> <laughs> he got he gets yanked early because of a disastrous miscalculation by Adam Silver that only... Everybody on Earth except for Adam Silver saw coming. <laughs> but he, they still win the game. And at that point, even without the whole Durant comes back to save the day storyline, the idea was the Warriors are still winning this thing. This is still the Warriors championship. And then a few days later, hearts and minds begin to change. And there's a lot of factors, I think, that go into this. Were you afraid that they were just going to run it back with Durant returning for game six (laughs) at home this time? I really did consider that as a possibility, which is why I said, don't get your hopes up, because that is what I had heard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Every information that we had was that, yep, they were just going to try the spot over. It's like in wrestling when they botch a spot and then they just kind of get up and try it again. And you're like, oh, yeah, that, that... was really very realistic. I'm sure that if it didn't work the first time, you'd just try it again. No one even saw the first one. What are you talking about? First what? Right? Yeah, Durant never came back in Toronto. He was hurt. Somehow, those scrappy warriors managed to to pull out a game. Mm -hmm. And now Durant's back for game six and a heroic finish in seven games. And there's so much money to be made. Practically writes itself. Exactly. That was that was what we had. But they had to start weighing their options, I guess. Whoever talked Adam Silver out of the Durant thing should get a promotion. Maybe just be the commissioner. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. A big promotion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hopefully that job becomes available soon. And hopefully it's not because Adam Silver doesn't leave to go be the commissioner somewhere else because yes. that's not what I, that's not what we're saying he does not deserve to be the commissioner of any other sport that we love i 
I think we just jinxed it, actually. Yeah, no, I'm really worried. People are going to look at all the success he's had booking one team to just be on top all the time. <laughs> That's what they need. You know, Roger can't do it forever, but the Patriots need to. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? As Pat Mahomes would say, what are you going to do? <laughs> but they are facing a situation here on multiple fronts going into game six. Number one, ratings. Let's talk about that for a second. Um, well, the ratings in the NBA have been on the steady decline over this whole run, just in the finals alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as this season goes, I believe we saw a significant dip as we approached the yes. finals. The closer you got to the finals, the more the viewers fall off. Not a good sign. Yeah. Sure, fans of the team, they're tuning in just to watch their team maybe drop off a little bit. But there's still enough fans of the sport that you think are tuning in. Viewership goes up at the end of the NFL postseason. Yeah. Not down. Yeah. It's uh, famously one of the most watched events in the country. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so when your NBA finals are actually disinteresting viewers so much that they don't even want to watch the semifinals <laughs> because they believe that they know what the outcome is already. And are spot on. You've got yourself a bit of a pickle. <laughs> Might be ch- time to mix things up just a little bit. You think they would get the hint earlier as I see the numbers go down, but numbers had to have tanked enough that Adam Silver and NBA HQ were starting to sweat if they were going to make a decision so drastic as pulling the plug and saying, all right, it's Swerveville, like, We have to do something about this. But ratings, I think, are a big factor in making this decision game six. And on that note, game six, not game seven. NBA loves game seven. You make so much money off game seven. Yeah. But from what I understand, part of the decision-making process on that Thursday was if we take this to game seven... That means it's three and three. No one's going to tune in because everyone's going to believe the Warriors have won. (laughs) It's more shocking if they get beat four to two than to take it to game seven. And then you've wasted a whole bunch of potential of this swerve and this upset and this big win because more people are actually tuning out for game seven than in for game seven. And game seven is supposed to be the biggest money-making one because... I mean, one, it's seven games and not less than seven games. But two, you are finally going to get a a winner. You're going to know who Guaranteed wins. winner, yeah. One way or the other. But they were worried that everyone would just assume they were they knew who was going to win and not even tune in in the first place. A fair, fair thing to worry about. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I also kind of enjoyed it happening this way because this was the last game in that arena. So the Raptors got to close it out mm-hmm. for good. And that's that should not go unnoticed. It's something that I feel like that they should capitalize on since they booked it that way. You know, make the Raptors kind of a nemesis, kind of a rival to the Warriors now. The heel. The heel. To the babyface sure. Warriors. Just the way Adam Silver wants <laughs> it because he desecrated their home court arena. Yeah. Now... You and I both know that Canadians would never be the heels. Well, 
Not sure where you're getting that information from. I mean, in the XFL, I remember them being huge faces. Hmm. Not the way I remember it, but I'll have to go back and okay. listen. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, uh, yeah, uh, May of last year. I invite all of our listeners to go back and check out the XFL draft mm-hmm. if you haven't. See if we can figure out who the faces and the heels are there. Sure. My I, memory's foggy. I remember getting a standing ovation. That's all I can remember. I do remember there was a lot of commotion in the crowd. <laughs> well. Uh, you may have been. Uh, maybe they were saying woo, not boo. I can't remember. Canadians cheer by wooing. Hmm. So, little known fact. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, the more you know, I guess. <laughs> so. If that's the case, then Kevin Durant did get the standing ovation. <laughs> we just misinterpreted. Yep. Adam Silver overreacted for nothing. If it worked Adam, perfectly. If Adam Silver had a little better foreign relations, he would have known. And we would not be sitting here today talking about the NBA. <laughs> we would be talking about anything else <laughs> yeah. right now. This might be an episode where we had nothing to talk about. Because not much happened other than this this week. Yeah, that's true. He should have spent more time in Canada. Before this point. Shouldn't we all? Just ask Drake. Yeah. Drake loves it there. I think Drake was a big part of this, too. Bigger than you expect. Oh. Celebrity backing? That's huge. Oh, yeah. That means everything. You always want that cross-market appeal. Yeah. Think of Spike Lee and the Knicks. Huge. They they were at one point huge. (laughs) But they got replaced by Drake. Yeah, got replaced by Drake. Exactly. And what, what have the Knicks done since then? They're known for their historic losing, I that's, believe. That's true. <laughs> and terrible mismanagement. What a storyline. <laughs> <laughs> but Drake, he's kind of the hype man. He kept him in there. You fought for him. You got to believe that he was in the room on Thursday. Because, I mean, let's dispel any notion that he's not under contract with the NBA. He, he very much is paid to sit in that seat every night. He's a character on the show. Oh, yeah. And you had to believe he was in the writer's room on Thursday saying, this is the right call, guys. He's a hype man on and off screen. Yeah. How did he get into the writer's room? Well, I mean, he has to know what he's doing. Uh, He's got some sway back there. They are in the finals, after all. He's a major player. Not that I think he has any actual uh, writing authority uh, as far as the NBA is concerned. Not part of his job description Right. Right. is what I'm saying. Sure. As far as I know. Just on screen talent. <laughs> you never know. You but never know. I guess you never know. But in order for him to even have these conversations, this had to have been planned ahead of time. This did not happen on the fly, correct? This, yeah. I think that is what, at the end of the day, I'm really getting to is this was not, by all accounts, an on the fly decision. One of the biggest rumors I've heard all week since then was they made the call on the court. Oh, this happened after halftime. They decided to go with this big swerve. I've even heard things as ridiculous as Kawhi went into business for himself or the Raptors <laughs> were... I mean, it's like, okay, no. The Raptors did not go into business for themselves here. It did not become a shoot. In fact, hours before tip-off, they had made the decision that the Raptors were going to win. It was planned. Mm-hmm. It was still a swerve. I'm not taking anything away yeah, yeah. from the fact that it was still a big swerve because we all expected the Warriors to win. Information of the day that we had said Warriors are going to win. 
Mm-hmm. But they did plan this in advance. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to to salvage what they could out of this finals since it wasn't going the way that they had anticipated it going, which is beyond me how you can't see how tired everyone is of the Warriors yeah. at this point. But I guess that's neither here nor there. You see what you want to see. <laughs> I guess so. Okay, because the Raptors are hot, and they should run with them. They've they've gotten a huge shot in the arm of in in the NBA in general with the Warriors losing. It's true, yeah. But you've got Kawhi as a potential free agent now. Do yeah, you, you you keep him in Toronto. That's the right move. I mean, this the whole Raptors winning thing definitely makes for a good offseason storyline that we would have otherwise not had, right? Because now they have their star who's going to be a free agent and they just won the championship. So now they get the whole Willie won't he stay with the team here. Mhm. Mhm. That I I mean I guess we could have got with Durant, but screw that. Yeah. Yeah. They've set themselves up for a great storyline here. I think you have to keep him there. He's super over right now. The Raptors in general are super over right now. Yeah. You know if they put him on another team, eh, he's just going to fall into obscurity. (laughs) That team is not instantly going to be a contender. And then the Raptors are going to not be a contender. And it's just going to be the Warriors show again. Sure. But just over the weekend, the Lakers complete a big trade for Anthony Davis. Sure. And now they're said to be pursuing Kawhi for LeBron to, to join LeBron. Of course. I mean, well, for LeBron is the right LeBron. turn of phrase. Yes, yes. He is essentially the GM, I believe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I believe they're just building suspense here as a, a credible team for Kawhi to jump to. Sure. But you cannot rule out him going to LA. <laughs> no, yeah. It's true. You can't. Does that kind of make it a heel turn, though? Oh, uh, To just most immediately certainly. leave the championship team who are the talk of the town right now because they, the, uh, they beat the Warriors. Right. Well, he just beat the Warriors, so he's already a heel, so he's not turning. <laughs> True. <laughs> and I, they can definitely sell it as LeBron needs all the help he can get to beat the Warriors. Right. Because exactly. he doesn't have a great track record against them. So he's, you know, he's loading up on all the firepower he needs. And how do you knock the Warriors out before the finals? You just compile a team of guys who have mir- miraculously beat them in the past. Hey, <laughs> seems like a winning strategy. <laughs> there you go. The only way. Or, I mean, it's still an uphill battle, though. Yeah. L.A. Lakers are not. Keeping the Warriors out of the finals for the next 10 years is going to be a tough task. That's true. Uh LeBron might want to recruit uh, Drake or... Yeah. He needs someone, someone from younger than Jack Nicholson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not doing it with the current fan base. No. They they just see a, an old dude sitting there and they just think he's <laughs> just an old dude that's in the stands. You need a hot young gun. You need someone that the 2019 millennial fans can latch on to. Yeah. What's little Dickie doing? Boom, get little Dicky. That's way better than what I was going to say. I was going to say get Ninja. Oh. Well, right? Every Fortnite fan, now yep. a Lakers fan. That's true. That, that gives you a shot. But I'll take little Dicky. Yeah. If you're keeping it in the rap game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He wants to save the world. He does. The basketball world also. 
get Meta World Peace out there with him. Little Dicky. <laughs> wow. Hey, they have common goals. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Good point. It's a fair point. Right now, the way that the landscape is wide open and the way that we're booking it, it sounds like an exciting time for the NBA. Surprisingly exciting. There are time. a lot of options right now for the NBA. As you can tell by what we have just booked in five minutes. However, is that how it's going to play out? Uh, I mean, one option is still that the Warriors just win again. Obviously. And I'm putting my money on that option, <laughs> if I'm being honest. If I were a betting man. <laughs> and I am. I happen to be. I've been known to do it from time to time. Let's call Pete Rose and see who he'd put his money on in the NBA <laughs> next year. Well, I got the tip from Pete. So. Oh, well, there you go. It's the Warriors. And we can close the book on that one. New arena? Are you kidding me? I'm not going to waste that. You can't bet against a brand new (laughs) arena. How does Oakland feel that another team is abandoning (laughs) them? (laughs) Are the A's next? They got to be. Got to be. I mean, they're on the chopping block as is. Portland is fighting hard MLB to PTS. (laughs) (laughs) They're about to lose them. They probably want a new stadium, which is the Raiders didn't get, uh, you know, but the Warriors knew that. So they built one, a big fancy new one across the bay, and they are not going to lose much in it. Gosh. You don't build a brand new stadium to lose in. Mm-mm. Tell you that much right now. Yeah, they're going to set some records next year, <laughs> I'm afraid to say. This is what I see happening. As much as I want all of our dreams to come true. I think we're going to get a storyline very reminiscent of the one that we got from the Patriots this year in the NFL. They got beat by the Eagles. Eagles had never won a Super Bowl. They finally did it. It was a big moment for the fan base. Maybe this is starting to sound familiar. On the back of a a young quarterback that became very memeable. Yeah. (laughs) Much like Kawhi Leonard and his laugh, Big Dick Nick and his existence. So then the Patriots lost in the Super Bowl somehow, some way, and they spent all season, you know, quote-unquote, trying to find their identity, trying to get their mojo back, only going 13-3. and three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Warriors are probably only going to win, like, 70 games next yeah, year. Yeah, it's, like, not even a big deal. <laughs> Every home game, guaranteed win. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. there's half of them. And they're not going to lose much to anyone that isn't a top-tier East team. Oh, yeah. There, I said it. Yeah. Raptors will probably beat them twice. Yep. Oh, yeah. you got to have the Raptors beat them twice this time. But then the Raptors don't even make it back to the finals. I'll call that right now. Kawhi will stay. You, you, if he does stay, they don't make it. But if he goes to L.A., they definitely don't make it. Right. That's all I'll say about that. Hopefully that clears up all the questions. All the concern, all, all of the speculation surrounding the booking of this event. If you have any more questions for us about what happened uh, leading up to or during Game 6, it was a big deal, you know? Uh, I, so we tried to answer it all today. If you got more questions, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on wherever, Facebook, I guess. I honestly don't check Facebook much. You can try it. <laughs> Go to UncoveringSports.com. Leave us comments there. And uh, we got some pretty exciting things coming up in the Uncovering Sports office. Working on a a pretty uh, huge major announcement that I think we're going to be unveiling next week. 
That's the plan. Yeah. Very excited about it. So tune in then. Keep listening to the show. Keep supporting us. We thank you so much. We'll see you right here next week, just like every Wednesday, for more Uncovering Sports. Deuces. Ha, ha, ha.